Hi, I'm Stephen Webb, host of Touring Heaven, your tour guide and traveling companion. And I'd like to offer you an introduction as to how it's possible to actually go on a tour of heaven. Be prepared to be surprised. We could start with the obvious physical problem, the way we're made. We can't even fly, let alone travel to heaven. And then there's that about heaven. How can you travel to somewhere you can't see and has never been really defined? The concept lends itself to fantasy, yet if heaven is myth and legend, it's been unusually persistent for thousands of years. People wonder if they're going there, and it's a very serious matter toward the end of their lives. Let's begin with a really short trip in your imagination to your bathroom mirror. That's the physical you you're seeing. Everyone knows you as that. But you know there's more to you. You have a mind, a powerful ability for nuanced speech in this and maybe other languages. You can organize and live your life as a project manager, a specialist. You can do complex analysis. But the thing is, none of that amazing mental activity would be any use unless it was integrated with and expressed through your physical body. So there's an invisible mental body completely integrated with the visible physical body right in front of you in the mirror. Of course, the plot thickens because you know there's even more yet unseen in the mirror. You have emotions, otherwise you'd be a robot. Think of the wonder of an emotion like love. It's magnetic. There's no metal circuits to be seen, no measurable electricity. But when you love someone, you're drawn together even before you see each other. When you do see, you run and hug and squeeze and you tell them how you feel. You don't wonder why you're glad, you just are. So, there's a second invisible body, mental and emotional now, integrated with the physical body you're seeing in the mirror. So are we done? Is that all of you? Of course not. Where would you be without memory? Without short-term memory, you wouldn't know your name, how to drive home, where the key is, or who these people are that are trying to get into the bathroom wondering why you're staring at yourself in the mirror. And if there's short-term memory, there's long-term memory. This is where things get interesting. How long is long-term memory? And where is all this personal memory stored? This, then, is a third invisible body. Memory, your identity, and more. The three invisible bodies, mental, emotional, and memory, are essential parts of you, existing in discrete or separate energy bands, yet they're all integrated with the physical body you're seeing. Without all four working as one very together person, you'd get nothing done. How does this integrated person, this you, connect with heaven? A great observer long ago described the body you're looking at in the mirror as the body terrestrial. This was distinct from the body celestial, but there was no explanation of a kind of bridge between the you that you can see and the implication that there's a you that's heavenly. How would the lower terrestrial and the upper celestial parts of you communicate? The answer comes down to how beautifully and thoughtfully we're made as an expanding identity. There is a kind of bridge between the terrestrial and the celestial you, and it's your memory body. Remember I asked how long is long-term memory and where was all this memory stored? What's your earliest memory? Some people even have memories of being in the womb. Okay, but how and on what occasion would that memory be retrieved? Your memory body is far more expansive than you know. Unlike your mental and emotional bodies, 
It's not expressive in terms of language, feeling, or active motion. It only communicates with you rarely, through intuition, as needed. So why is your really long-term memory so skimpy with communication? Because it, or you, remembers your pre-life planning. Even before your physical body was forming in the womb, it remembers what your soul, the original you, and angelic and celestial beings agreed would be the plan for this life. The plan listed the big things and the little things you'd accomplish, and the people you'd meet in the years of physical life you've been given. Behind the plan was a purpose, to become a unique image and likeness of God. That's the really long-term plan, stored in your memory body. Realistically, I think you'd agree none of us can accomplish a goal that lofty, the creation becoming one with the Creator, in just one physical life of usually less than a hundred years, given the usual interruptions and delays. It's the sacred work of many lifetimes. Your memory body keeps track of your pilgrim's progress on that celestial journey home and accesses it all through the Akashic Records, which are like movies of energy imprints on God's primordial ether. Your Akashic Records are for selective retrieval through intuition, only if it's really necessary. Otherwise, your mental and emotional bodies would be overwhelmed with billions of big and little events over thousands of physical lifetimes, and you wouldn't be able to cope or concentrate on getting things done in this life. There is wisdom in selective retrieval. So your memory body serves an important purpose, compartmentalizing stored planning, knowledge, understanding, feelings, and actions from long ago that you don't need access to right now but it also serves as that bridge between your terrestrial body and your celestial body. Your memory body existed before you were born, and it'll still exist when your physical body wears out. In the meantime, it's the essential vehicle for travel to heaven, while your mental, emotional, and physical bodies are fast asleep at night. Your memory body is made of much faster vibrating energy patterns than even your mental activity and it has no need for rest. It's on, awake, 24-7, so it's made to easily separate from your slower vibrating, sleeping, mental, emotional, and physical bodies, and go with escort angels as the original you has many times after the end of physical lives, heading back for a life review to etheric realms, or heaven, where God's energy moves closer to the speed of light. At night, before bed, you consciously ask in prayer to be taken in your etheric or memory body to heaven by holy angels. Will the angels just arrive at your request like that once you're asleep? Actually, yes, even while you're awake. They're made of invisible, very fast vibrating forms of God's light, and they radiate different kinds of divine qualities such as protection. They're your servants, and their reward is to hear you acknowledge them, and to put them to work for God's purposes, which is to protect and guide your expanding identity. Don't limit your identity to what you're seeing in the bathroom mirror. If you go outside on a clear night and look up at the twinkling stars, what you're seeing are the spherical, physical bodies of cosmic beings who millions of years ago were once like you. They have memory, emotional, and mental bodies like you just larger and perfectly balanced. They're now in cosmic service as godparents of solar systems, lovingly preparing the right conditions for 
and nurturing billions of children of God on planets like ours. They are sons and daughters of God. They express the care of the invisible one God made partially visible in billions of starry forms. Yet even they realize their solar system is just one among billions in this galaxy, and there are billions of galaxies across God's universes, seen and unseen. God, the unseen source of creation, is continuously transcending the seen at the speed of thought. Can you, made in the image and likeness of such transcendent wonder, stare at yourself in the bathroom mirror and think, this is all there is? Of course not. You're a future cosmic being, a son or a daughter of God. Being ever practical, though, you're going to consider a step-by-step approach to what's possible now, which is the ability to utilize a God-given aspect of you to bridge your body terrestrial to your body celestial while you sleep at night. You can go to heaven long before this physical body wears out. You can go every night. There are universities of the spirit offering free tuition a practical step-by-step education on how to unfold your unique blueprint, the particular plan for which God created you. You're made to be an expression of divinity in this life, not just in a far-off cosmic service. And so I'm offering to be your travel companion, to tour heaven with you and explain things as we visit our elder brothers and sisters there. They don't need to live in our slow-moving world anymore. They're graduates from our world, as will be someday. Some call them saints, some call them ascended masters. I think of them as my friends and teachers. I never take them for granted, and I'm always amazed and humbled to be around them. If you'd like to join me on our first tour, an introductory tour, I think you'll be amazed and humbled too, I hope, at how organized, majestic, friendly, and comforting heaven is. We'll start off our first tour in a famous wilderness place you may recognize from tourist photos if you've never been there. There's a reason for beginning our first tour of a University of the Spirit there, either while physically asleep or while you're in meditation. Open episode one, and after I introduce myself again, prepare to be surprised, comforted, and I hope inspired. I'm glad to be with you. Let's get going.